Dark Days of Dorothy Gale contains content not suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. This week's episode contains discussions on suicide. If you or anyone you know is in need of help, please contact the National Suicide Lifeline. It's free and it's confidential. You can visit www.suicidepreventionlifeline.org or you can call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. You are not alone. Darker Days of Dorothy Gale Chapter 6 The Reunion Special Year 196 A.T.W. After The Wizard Dorothy watched with a smile on her face and tears of joy streaming down her cheeks as she watched Mr.'s eyes reappear in a slow fade. She felt like screaming, It's alive! It's alive! But only until she remembered the fate of Victor Frankenstein and his beloved monster. His new body came courtesy of the Tin Woodman, he was a little bit bulkier than before. His shirt was red and black plaid. His pants were a thick, blue, denim-like material. His feet were heavy boots, and his hands were made up of tanned leather gloves. His arms and hands began to twitch as his legs began to do the same. Uh, Dorothy? he asked quietly as he looked into her eyes with his own painted ones. Without saying a word, Dorothy lifted her friend to an upright position and wrapped her arms around him. She clutched his soft, straw-filled body like a child, reuniting with a long-lost teddy bear. Mr still not one hundred percent back to normal, mustered up the energy to bring his arms up and around her back, returning her tightly gripped hug with a gentler one of his own. It's okay, he said soothingly, as Dorothy buried her head in his soft shoulder and cried. It's okay. This time, he patted her on the back before pushing away from the hug. I am, I am so happy to see you, Dorothy said with a cracked voice and a set of wet sniffles. Well, I'm happy to see you too, replied Mr. with a kind-hearted chuckle. 
How long was I out? Long enough for things to change. Drastically. Mr. looked at her with a blank stare. I tried to kill myself. But I couldn't do it. Well, that's good, said Mr. with a smile. Not the part about you trying to kill yourself, but the part about you coming to your senses and obviously changing your mind. No, mister. I didn't change my mind. I literally could not kill myself. Mr. responded with his signature blank stare once again. I'm a witch, Dorothy said, with another crack in her voice. <laughs> what? <laughs> you're, you're not a witch. You're a Dorothy. It's true. I don't know when it happened. If it was when I took Mombi's ring, Krista's bracelet, or Glinda's glasses, but somewhere along the line, I became a witch. Huh. Okay. So then, I suppose... The real question is, are you a good witch, or are you a bad witch? I suppose it all depends on your perspective, replied Dorothy, wiping the tears from her eyes. Good. You were a kind-hearted person, and now... You're a kind-hearted witch. He did not fully believe himself when he called her a kind-hearted witch and hoped it did not show in his voice. There's one more thing, said Dorothy quietly. She paused for a moment to consider her words and figure out the best way to say what she wanted to say. I... agreed... To help the woodman get into the gray fields. What? Mr. jumped to his feet. He might have even slapped Dorothy across the face if he had the energy. You what? Why? He's lost someone. Just like I lost someone. Just like you lost someone. He says his wife was taken by Mombi. Taken by Mombi, replied Mr. with an air of disbelief. He took the same moment Dorothy had taken just a few seconds ago to gather his own thoughts and choose not only his words, but his argument wisely. There was only one question he could scrape up from the depths of his straw-filled mind. When? 
Dorothy looked down at her feet. She knew he was not going to believe the answer. But she had no choice but to tell him. One hundred sixty-six years ago. A hundred and sixty-six years ago? Taken. One hundred and sixty-six years ago. By Mombi. He thinks Mombi took his wife one hundred and sixty-six years ago. You don't need to keep repeating it, said Dorothy flatly. You're being dramatic. Certainly you don't believe that she was taken one hundred... So long ago, replied Mister, his arms waving wildly in the air. Dorothy just looked at him. The tears streaming down her face were no longer tears of joy, but instead those of anger and frustration. Hurt that her only friend was being so cold, when what she needed most was his support and love. You do believe him. He doesn't really believe she's still alive, does he? He deserves to know. One way or another. If she's been in the grace, or cursed, there's no reason to think she wouldn't be alive. Right? He tried to kill you, Dorothy, said Mr. His voice raised, desperately trying to remind her of the Tin Woodman's ways. He thought I was Mombi, said Dorothy sternly. Do you hear yourself? Do you even hear what you're saying? Is it being a witch that makes you insane? Or is it being insane that makes you a witch? He is evil. He is a devil. He deserves no sympathy from anyone, least of all you. I'm not insane, said Dorothy, taking another step back. I know what it means to lose someone you love. And it's not like I have a choice anyway, Dorothy. Dorothy, you do have a choice. You have power. You're a witch. You said so yourself. You aren't beholden to him. You, you aren't even beholden to me. You aren't beholden to anyone. It's not that simple said Dorothy. You're right. I'm not beholden to anyone, let alone a batshit crazy trash can, but... Listen. He hasn't killed me because he doesn't know if his curse 
would allow him to inherit the ring. But that doesn't mean he can't just break my legs and drag me through the forest. Not to mention, if I don't help him, he will just continue to make my life, our lives, nightmares. Fine, said Mister with an air of finality. The argument came to what may or may not have been a premature end when the door of the cabin swung open once more. The tin woodman entered the house with a sly grin stretching across his metal face and a swagger to match. <laughs>